Freedom to fly? Another way of saying freedom to run. And so it goes with the crew of the experimental starship Void Jammer. And the clock never stops ticking. Unpaid bills, old enemies, and a rival crew nip at their heels as they strike out for the Beskari. Friday, Saren, Relora, and Ballad know that when work comes calling, you grit your teeth and bear it. Sometimes simple folk don't live simple lives. And these former cargo haulers turned merchant smugglers will discover just how complicated their future stands to be as they enter a dangerous game. No rules, no time, no guarantee of safety. Just another day on the job, far beyond the stars. Speaking of personal hells, this is what I would like to explain as our own personal hell. I personally, the idea of being mind controlled and having to live some environment that is not my personality is terrifying. Worse than actually being dragged into some kind of like, I don't know, holding cell where you get physically tortured or is the mental kind of thought of being erased as a person scarier to you? Well, I mean, because I'm kind of coming with the idea that you don't erase a person. You 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 write over or you push them into a box mentally. I don't think it... I'm hoping all these lives could be saved kind of situation. So that means some of their former existence has to be there in order to be that. That means it hasn't been erased. It has been pushed at back. And so mm-hmm. subconsciously... It's the crying while smiling, like, uh, get out, you know, where... With the sunken place? Yeah, that kind of, like... Being subsumed. That, to me, that is my shark. That is my deep ocean. That is my... This is this is, this is is that for me, like... That's your irrational fear? Not so much. I can I can actually play in it. it like, I, I, I'm not going to be freaked out, but this is... This gives me up to the extreme. Angel, you say irrational fear, but I think it's actually... Uh, I will make a counterpoint. It's quite a rational fear to feel like you might lose yourself because I've been Mm. fairly open and I think it's important that I continue to be open about the fact that I suffer from psychosis and related things. And so it is a very present and rational fear for me, I think, and for anybody, because there are very innocuous seeming medications, allergy medications, who have warnings that say they may trigger psychosis. And they did in my mom. When she tried a new allergy medication and she said, I don't know how you live with this shit. (laughs) And I quote, (laughs) and there's always this ever present fear of what if one day I am no longer able to reorient myself within reality? What if I'm no longer able to grasp that I am in the actual reality that exists for everyone else? And I think that's kind of where this is hitting me. Like, Not to say, you know, I'm good, everyone, by the way. (laughs) I'm okay. I'm dealing with it. You know, we're good. But that I think that is a rational fear to have because it can happen to you easier than you think. (laughs) Not to to sow fear. Please don't fear it too much. But, you know, it's something to be aware of. My thought was just like when you're like, oh, that's my shark. I was like, oh, that's your irrational fear. My, mine's like a phobia. Like I, it took me a long time to do swimming pools. Like it stopped me from mm-hmm. doing activities. I blacked out. 
I can't stop myself from hyperventilating. I get like a physical yeah. reaction. So mine was like, oh, it's that for you? Where it's like a life impacting thing where as far as, you know, it, it took me a while to be able to do swimming pools. And now even though I can get into the water, I, I can't stop my body from thinking it's going to be under attack, even though my logical brain's like, well, you're in a clear pool of chlorinated water. You're fine. Where I can't help my body react that way is mm -hmm. is that's the comment i made is like oh gosh that's an irrational fear that's rough buddy. oh no and i didn't mean to sound like i was like calling you out i just wanted to say like it's not so you know i think it's something people should be more aware of because some a lot of people have really negative stigmas in their head about psychosis and schizophrenia and related disorders but it's much more common than you think and people mm -hmm. are just hiding it and living very normal seeming quote-unquote normal seeming lives but it is something that can start to affect you more or crop up later in life, it's, et cetera. You know, it's it's not something that is completely, um, it's not like a shark in a pool, <laughs> you know? It's yeah. more like, it's it's present. It's present. It's there. Not to say that it's super common, because it's not. It's not. Let's, let's yeah, and what I mean <laughs> by what I was saying by like that is like my chest is actually like like I feel the pressure in my chest, like the idea of having my uh, having my distinct personality taken away from me and having being like basically forced to live some kind of personality that is not mine. And in case these in case the NPCs here, they're actually like seemingly the reverse of what their person the opposite of what their personalities are and that just me having to be the opposite of who i am just seems very um just not someplace i would ever want to be like i'd never want to be forced into that i i think i well two of you have known me for a big portion of my life like the idea of me being constrained to not be who i want to be is probably the scariest thing i have made choices in my life that have made my life harder because I want to be who I want to be. You know, Dustin, it's interesting that kind of that fear, that fear really touches on in some ways uh, what a lot of trans people might consider life like before transitioning, right? Literally existing as someone who is not the right person. I definitely know my experience. There were bits and pieces of me there. Not all of that was a lie, but definitely pretending to be like, Oh yeah, I am a cishet guy. Like, aha, uh -huh, yeah. That's me. <laughs> that sure oh. is me. I'm normal. Nothing to see here. <laughs> sure am just your normal kid in the early 2000s and 90s. <laughs> I don't I don't wish that I could wake up the next day as a girl every night before I go to sleep. No. I mean, it is hellacious to live like that. To live in that way and i mean obviously like if they're mind wiped there's maybe part of them that still holds on to that or remembers but literally cannot recognize the depersonalization right or like the fact that they are not who they are supposed to be yeah yeah and 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 kind of you know it's definitely not a trans experience um but it's it's a it's a code switching experience, I think, uh, because as a over, I've been overweight kid for most of my life. And a lot of times I had to wear different masks to be able to be treated at least somewhat normal. Taken seriously. Be taken seriously or to not be made fun of or to, to like, Hey, if I want to like do this activity, I'm going to have to act a certain way to ingratiate myself onto this group of people. So they will include me in their games because they won't naturally include me otherwise. And so when you do that for your entire life, you lose a sense of who you are. So 
for me as an adult, a lot of part of the last 12 years is me trying to find the things that make me who I am and the things I, who my, what my personality actually is under a non code switching environment. And I don't want that taken away. So uh, like the idea of it being put in back into this like forced personality just is the most awful thing that could happen to someone like me. It is something I, that freaks me the hell out and I want to murder whoever put them in these boxes. So uh, I'm, Right, and and Friday is going to be the same way. <laughs> yeah, depersonalization and derealization are huge. I mean, it's like Heidi said, the trans experience and then the, I'm a psycho. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just, you know what? I'm a psycho and I'm proud of it. I'm not a psychopath, but I have psychosis. Stop using stop using that language, folks, in, in a, a pejorative fashion. Thank you. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, depersonalization and derealization are real hot buttons for me. So this this is like a deeply, I mean, much like this is what I feel like TTRPGs is what we do. We get at real stuff while we're playing a silly fantasy game, you know, like we're having goofy, silly fun and making jokes and having our fun fantasy characters who can do like crazy shit. But mm-hmm. we're also hitting on some. And this is the, the thing about I know, Abby, you love this, too, about sci fi is like this is what sci-fi does. You get at these real human things through the lens of all this craziness. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> I think we're just delaying the fact that we don't want to have to face whatever's down there. Why don't we get the freaking started? <laughs> oh no, no. I wa- I'm, 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 I'm chomping at the bit. This is like, I don't think I, this, these, whoever's doing this actually pisses me off. So I, I, I'm ready to go murder some things. Love this. Well, I, I love that this is the discussion that y'all are having and that, and that you're taking this phase of the story so seriously. Uh, and really, and really doing a lot of deep thinking about just how frightening this is, because everything above the facility that you have now, you know, descended down the stairs into is it's the epitome of calm and peacefulness. And it's very beautiful on a surface level. And it's so frictionless that it's sort of designed to induce complacency and not thinking about anything too hard that that like, you know, you one could sort of be excused if they weren't thinking about it too hard to think that this isn't so bad. Oh, no, I I ended up on this beautiful private island for the rest of my life, just just chilling and like getting to have an easy life. But but I think that the four of you have picked up perfectly on the underlying awfulness of this place, the just the deep-seated wrongness of it. In finding this secret stairway and coming down these steps, you have literally penetrated to the horrors beneath. I, I think if you want if if you know, and as as we as we tend to do, because we're four people that loves to analyze the meaning behind a story, I think that that's a very fun a very fun way to visualize just how upsetting this is so i was gonna do like a character check-in to see how everybody's feeling about this situation (laughs) but yeah y'all already kind of took care of it with some very (laughs) real very real feelings that are i'm sure are echoed by your characters so we're just gonna go ahead and get into it last episode if those listening need a recap our intrepid heroes arrived to 
the Tranquility Rehabilitation Center on the planet Marixa to a beautiful island. So calm, so chill, so very serene. You are here to rescue Lindahl, the contact you were going to sell your star battles to, but upon arriving at COM-93, you discovered a much more sinister problem of pretty much any person that you have had a significant interaction with in the past few weeks is here, and they have a completely different personality and set of memories. Possibly most upsetting is the Skittermander and the Patra, Karm and Adani, who were a married couple don't seem to know each other anymore. They've been, they've been taken from each other in addition to taken from themselves. And after pressing further into this extremely upsetting situation, you discovered that not only are the four of you on the, on the way to, to perform a jailbreak here, you also bumped into Nemeleth and Jinx of the Wintermorn who are here because Neva and Dizzy were also taken and they could not find them anywhere in the facility above Hmm. and none of you could find Lindahl either so here you are you found a hidden door and you're bravely descending down a very unremarkable staircase it is quite plain if it's dark Saren will light up and will proceed like shink with the, the crystal lance protruding from your arm. Oh yeah, Ballad is has her whip around her her hand. She manifests it that way. We ready. You ready. Alright, All right. does anyone else have any other preparation they'd like to do? Yes, I've got a two-parter. One mechanic, one dialogue. So the dialogue piece is that Ryaz, you know, turns around to the group and probably telepathically, still telepathically, is this place has been horrendous. What we're going to encounter down there, I'm going to just go out in a limb and say, is probably the face of evil. I know that sometimes we're shoot first, ask questions later. Sometimes we're asked questions. But my vote is, this individual or individuals have sought and felt okay taking people from their homes torturing them removing the core of who they are i i think this might just be you know the tip of the iceberg i would not be opposed to the minute we have a position to rain down hellfire that we take the opportunity i mean captain i defer to you of course as the captain but that's my vote i I don't know if we want information that we can't just take from data pads but I don't want to give this individual any advantage in in combat if this is the level of evil that they're comfortable with. We're going to destroy this place. Hell yeah, Ryaz. Hell yeah, Friday. Um, I want y'all to know, in case things go tits up, I love all of you. And Saren, I'm sorry I was mean recently. I, uh, I've been meaning to apologize to you about that. I think... You should save your apology until we're out of here safely. You're right. (laughs) I owe you a much longer one than that. (laughs) Do you four always 
have a little heart-to-heart before every dangerous op, or is it just this one? Nemeleth and Jinx are still with you. Yes. Mind your business. Oh my, I forgot I had patched you in. I completely forgot about you. Um, honestly, honestly, yes, but also sometimes no. This one in particular, I think, is hitting home for us because, I mean, like I said a minute ago, like these were all our friends and... Including y'all. There's a real chance that we could lose ourselves. Yeah. Y'all are our friends too, lest ye forget. Aw. Well, thank you. That's a... I'm honored. Jinx rolls his eyes like, can we go? All right, last last checks. Two things. One, I need to get combat <laughs> ready. So they basically kind of like cover their eye. Now, Miss Fanny, right, Relora Riaz, is used to changing their body. They're very familiar with, you know, all their physiology. So they kind of reorient their optics as much as they can. There's limitations. They can't do, you know, the nanites. They can't do metal. But because... You know, Miss Fanny is also a technomancer. She is going to basically use that magic to fill in the gap. So the parts that they can't reorient uh, physiologically, they fill in with magic and like their eyes surge. And when they remove their hands, they basically have like full on like the Terminator robot eyes, you know, with the red robotic gleam. And has basically cast this is like a cybernetic augmentation that they're able to do. And um, my eyes basically function as an azimuth pistol now. I didn't need to sneak no weapons in. Oh my god. Jesus. Sick, Miss Fanny. <laughs> pew, 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 with laser eyes. And for the second piece, I don't. Uh, this place runs on a lot of electronics. I'm decent myself, and Saren, you are now absolute wizard with these and just to give us a technical advantage I'd like to adjust the light pulses that come in through your crystalline matrix if I have your permission absolutely whatever you need to do so they put uh, put a hand on you and I'm using it is a spell called fluid morphism and it's Ooh. basically usually a target specific items in the genetic code but for Saren, I'm picturing with Fanny's, ex- you know, has experience kind of like with being crystalline. It's really kind of maybe optimizing the way that light pulses through to kind of give you like a little boost. Wow. I'm giving you uh, in-game mechanic a plus two on anything that's intellect related. Ooh, that is phenomenal. That's a sweet ability. I really like this as a Miss Fanny spell because I feel it's almost like they're able to use that that time that they spent in that body to now give somebody else a portion of their their ability to move things around. So that kind of like genetic shifting to like, you know, magically now have the other person uh, take on that little, you know, change of genetics. So I always thought, I thought this is probably one of my favorite spells that I've, I've taken at, at higher levels. Oh, Wow, Rias, that is... I feel like my mind's expanding exponentially. Uh, Give me a math equation. I'll do it right now. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. There's no time for that. Two plus two. That's four, Captain. And now out loud. (laughs) Now I'm ready. Let's get going. Nemolith points at your eye. She's like, that is sick as hell. That is cool. I'm excited. All right, let's do it. Do you have weapons on you? She smiles secretively. Okay, fantastic. I'll have Saren lead the way alongside Ballad, if that's cool with everyone. Yeah! 
Okay, let's do this. We're gonna kick some ass. We're gonna kill the evil people that are in here. The six of you proceed down the stairway and you arrive at a double door. Wow, that was a really long <laughs> stairway. <laughs> yeah. You had a long time to get all set up, but there is a there is a double door. Try and open it. Make me a reflex save. Should probably look for traps first, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah, it. you should have done that. <laughs> should I make one too? Because we're kind of side by side, I feel like. It's anyone who tried to open the door. Valid probably punched it, like, as soon as... I'm gonna be real, so I'll make one. All right. <laughs> then yes, both Valid and Saren. Reflex saves, please. That is a 21 on my reflex save. Oh, a 21. All right. What about Balad? Lol. Oh, 18. Not as bad as I thought. Okay. You both pass, which means you're only going to take half damage. Okay. So let me go ahead and roll that real quick. I hope I get shocked. <laughs> oh, oh no. I made a mistake. Everyone makes a reflex save. Oh, hi. Whoops. Sorry, everybody. Oops. Friday and Riaz. Oh, yes. Ooh, buddy. Nice nat 20. Natural 20. Sorry, Friday. <laughs> I got a th- 11. Everyone but Friday is going to take seven points of electricity damage, and Friday is going to take 15. Ow. As soon as Saren makes contact with the door, an arc of electricity travels 10 feet up the stairwell. Oh, dang. That sucked. It goes As this happens, Friday calls to a world full of halflings. And siphons just a little bit of their luck. He, he casts his uncanny luck spell, so he will get a second chance to roll. Ooh, I love it. Okay, yeah. So, so for, first, uh, well, Dustin's doing that. What did you? What are you rolling there, Saren? <laughs> uh, Saren, in trying to open the door and getting shocked. First off, electricity resistance five, so I only take two points of electric damage. But then she focuses and draws the energy into herself, giving herself that amplified attack. So then, whenever she attacks, oh, next, yeah. she'll she'll do an extra. In this case, one point. That's tight. She's glittery. Yeah. Okay. I got a fifteen on my second one. Okay, then you are only going to take seven. So that happened. What do you want to do next? Knowing that there's a trap on the door now, Saren is going to set about trying to untrap the door <laughs> and right. open it. Is that going to be an engineering check on that? Either engineering or computers. Computers if you want to hack the panel or engineering if you're going to try to manually disable the grid. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and just whip out my uh, engineer's kit and just start working on it. Just roll that plus 13. Oh, that is poor. That is a 15 total. So yeah, because that's uh, that's not gonna that's not gonna do it for that door. Um, okay. So Jinx is gonna go ahead and he's gonna gruffly kind of be like, "Get, just let me do it." Oh, wow! <laughs> wow! Aaron's fingers are still too charged up with electricity. Oh, he got a he rolled a nat twenty, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that pickle jar was already loosened. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. 
<laughs> so with his bonus, that is definitely that is definitely a pass. He just like types on his own pad a little bit after hooking it into the computer pad on the side. He's like, got it. Oh my Great. god. Great. Thanks, Jinx. Nemolith whispers, This is what this is why we're the best crew. <laughs> oh, shut up. Normally she would make it. You don't know nothing. Just just a little friendly rivalry, darling. Whatever. <laughs> I'll kick your ass. <laughs> Best in second place. Exactly. Ooh. I mean, which of you got your half of your team taken? <gasps> oh, shit. Oh, she Too got soon. you. She got you. <laughs> Granted, we did get more people overall. Low blow, crystal person. Low blow. <laughs> it's Saren. Thanks, though. You... Come through the door with the newly disabled shock trap to find a largish room currently unoccupied, as far as you can tell. It's got a couple of exam tables, a couple computers, some chairs, and you may be able to see something else if you all want to make me a perception check. There we go. Oh, nice. Nice check, Friday. That's a natural 20 for a 23. All right. Wow. All right. Yeah, Friday and Saren and Jinx all notice that scattered around the room are the destroyed remains of Dizzy's drone, Digit, who the four of you encountered back in the bar where you were originally trying to get the necrographs. Oh, no. Oh, that's sad. Well, at least, uh, at least we know he's been here. Yeah. Um... Let's gather these up. I could probably put it back together for him if I'll worst case scenario, but Jinx is already very proprietarily picking up all of the pieces, making sure they're in nice condition. He, he seems very like just upset. He's generally a very stoic person, but he's just, this is, this has disturbed him greatly. Mm, And imagine if we ran into Jambot, we'd be, yeah, we would be, I know Mm -hmm. I would be just mortified. Uh, Saren, yeah. you want to check these computers and see if there's anything of note on them? Absolutely, Captain. Uh, as she's doing that, I'm going to flip the tables in anger and frustration. Wow. Yeah, um, I am rolling real poorly right now. I rolled another two for 15 on my computers check. Dang. Your computers checks are still so good. I think really it's that Saren is as addled by this as anyone else. I mean, I was saying last episode that she came to this just specifically to make sure that uh, she could get the money from your job. Now it's people that she sort of befriended and probably has been chatting with off and on for several weeks. Yeah. Yeah. You have more than a few of their bonfire handles. Yeah. (laughs) Got a good number of them. Ready for a Mm -hmm. ready for a game of gap finder. Let's keep moving then. Why, why don't we go right? Well, I didn't, I didn't say yay or nay about what oh, sorry. she found on the computers. It was nothing. But still. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say it. All right, folks. Coin toss. Which way? I say right. All right. I'm with you. I think we're going to split up. So whatever way y'all don't take, we'll go the other way. Cover more ground. Don't die, lamos. <laughs> Nemolith laughs. <laughs> Back at you. Better not get mind wiped either. Don't want to hurt you. Yeah, don't worry. I'll kill you later if I need to. Definitely avoiding that. Ooh, so sassy. (laughs) So spicy. (laughs) Spicy. Oh, my. Do you think (laughs) this is a... 
instantaneous effect, like some sort of mind erase laser, or is it a procedure? I've never considered it to be a weaponized. I'm hoping it's oh, like a lobotomy thing, like a more long term, like takes a little, little longer, maybe like at least slightly longer. That's what I'm hoping. Ugh. I mean, my brain isn't. And then Ballad kind of looks at the floor and is like, gets real wide eyes. I don't know what happens if you like fuck with my brain. To be honest, I've. Tr- hey, did y'all know that? Um, I've tried to vacate this form, you know, like androids do. When I was like a hundred, didn't really work. So I don't know. I don't know what happens. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And she looks really oh. panicked for a minute. Oh and my God. Just, like breathing <laughs> to calm herself down. Well, anyways, let's go kill some anyways. people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so y'all decided to take the right hand path. Yes. We. We're going to check every door. All the doors. For, for every traps. Door. Yeah, you are. Okay. Thank you for specifying. <laughs> you move off down the right hallway. Nemolith and Jinx move on down the left. This room that you've gotten into appears to be a dojo of Ooh. sorts. Yeah. A dojo filled with <laughs> weapons? No. No no weapons stored in this room. Uh, there is a large wrestling pad. There's a map on the wall that shows the universe's increasing slide toward a no-energy state. Valerian Dojo! And uh, a big board with diagrams of various common species, including a Shimrin. Oh, what? A human. Oh. And then uh, a, smattering, a smattering of species that, honestly, any of them could be a shape where Laura had taken at any time. Oh. And... One board that seems to be dedicated in particular to trying to figure out what uh, particular android configuration a certain humanoid cat girl. We're on the murder board research thing? (laughs) Uh, At least there's no purple boys, I guess. There's There's a tall human. Oh. No one in the galaxy can figure out what I am. Yeah, there you have a board all to yourself of what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, whoever created me was a weirdo. <laughs> is there notes or is it y- that is such a great question. Yes, there are notes. Each of these <gasps> diagrams th- is li- very clearly labeled with potential physiological weak points. Whoa. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out! <laughs> there's, there's information on this about, like, resonance pitches to shatter crystals. I don't like this. I don't like this. This one says it should take away my hat. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone knows all of your stats are in your hat, Captain. <laughs> oh, this is super dark for Miss Fanny. She keeps very similar ones, but it's not weaknesses it's what makes the form unique even the taste buds like recipe books how they enjoy light differently instead of like what resonance would break crystals are like what resonances enhance the flavors of certain you know 
foods for Shimrin, light patterns do they affect? So it's this kind of like dark version of uh, like Astrozoan Notebook, which is super horrific for Relora because it's so dark. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, this her this is like one of her worst nightmares. Like. Holy crap. You know, she's never run into any of her people before. Maybe she has in the past and she would have no way of knowing. This, having an Astrozoan focus on things like this for is just... It, she's You could see as like the Kasatha just, just cringing and just like kind of doing like a, a shudder and like just shaking their head. It, it's horrifying for them. Yeah, Friday is just thankful that his biggest weakness appears not to be on there because it would have been pictures of his family. So, uh, Aww. luckily, <laughs> there, there's not that there. So, nor yeah, has it seemed only, like his family uh, are the people that have been captured. So, yep, only only work acquaintances have you bumped into thus far. And you know, the the only stuff on the board is physiological weak points. So, so we're gonna move on to the next zone. You check that door that was, for traps. That's a creepy-ass room. Uh, yeah, you're about to be in another creepy-ass room, my friend. Just when, when you can't think there's going to be a creepier room. <laughs> Boom. There's this room now. Oh, it's like the server room. No. Uh... Yeah, so this room uh, appears to be some kind of technology lab. Lots of different workstations on here. If a certain somebody wants to make it, there we go. <laughs> I make it a computer's check. Yes, thank you for making a computer's check. <laughs> uh, for 24. Oh, with that synergy bonus. Mm. Ooh. That is a great roll. Ooh, Very good. I'm assisting. I'm your assistant. Yeah, as you're tap, tap, tapping at a computer terminal, Raya's leaning over your shoulder and sort of pointing out different things that she might try. You are able to get into one and see what's see what's on here. Great. Oh god, it's gonna be super dark. Beyond oh yeah, it's a little bit beyond oh, all god. of your understanding. But when the four of you put your heads together with the knowledge that you have and all of the awful things that the four of you individually know about, well, this sure does uh, seem like this is a workshop designed to fabricate fabricate hellfire toxin. <gasps> And they are also working on a delivery system for it that, as a test case, they seem to be looking at hitting all of the Tranquility Rehabilitation Center with it. Oh, no. As a test subject. They still appear to have several months of work left. You can tell going over the plans, these don't seem viable yet, but they're getting close. Saren, wipe these computers. Wipe everything. Get to their backups. Get through everything. But let's get proof. Saren has like a moment where, yeah, it's like, should we hold on to proof? Right, like where it's like, is it better to just get rid of all this information? I'm gonna copy it, and I'm gonna hold on to it and keep it under my protected servers, and I will wipe everything that they have. They probably have backups, but I'm not okay with letting anyone besides us hold on to this information. Maybe we can formulate some kind of... Maybe we can help... Um, oh, Agavana. Maybe we can help her. Oh, good point. Yeah. I'm sure anything where they're building, trying to build it, will help with a vaccine build as well. 
keep some some information, but I don't think we need to keep all of it. Keep like the Hellfire Toxin formula. Erase that. We don't. We don't. Nobody needs to have that, including us. All right, Captain. Saren keeps all of it anyway. Rebellious crystal. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is a reason to keep formulas, but she's not going to try and convince the captain of why it's important to hold on to the formula at the very least as, in this moment. As far as Friday's concerned, is it, as long as the formula is out there, somebody's going to try to use it at some point. I'd, sure, of course. This sounds like a fascinating, like Star Trekky philosophical discussion that the two of you. Oh like, yeah. Maybe Saren confesses later, and you can have this discussion some other time. This is a ask for forgiveness, not permission sort of situation for Saren. As soon as Saren has everything, Friday takes, runs his hands over the computers and he's casting Hazard and he's basically making a strong ass magnet to just double, just destroy all the electronic components inside and just crumbles them into pieces, basically. Dang. Hell yeah. Yeah, you fry those computers. There's little arcs of electricity traveling throughout all of them. The screens flicker, everything, everything just kind of dies. It's got that faint, like, there's like a burnt plastic smell. Oh, question. Well, okay, so it has like, like the, maybe mm. the reports or stuff uh, with the, kind of their plans. Is there a signature stamp anywhere that's yeah. oh, approved by to give us maybe an indication of who might be in charge? Maybe it's a name we recognize. Good question. I mean, I don't know if it'd be on anything, but Miss Fanny used to work in operations at Edge Corp. Remember when uh, that's where she was when Friday came and recruited her as the the, sh- the ship's chef because the pilot was on work back order. Sure. But to see maybe what forms got approved or so- some sort of approval signature, approval chain. Is there anything like that? Yeah, yeah, I think you're able to find that on that computer. Uh, there there are several vaguely Vesk-sounding names of different people signing off on v- different like versions of the plan or different experiments. The name that seems to pop up the most as sort of the final, the final signature that every experiment needs is a name that you have already seen. Oh, Renavaya, oh. the same Viscarian officer who ordered the arrest of Lyndall. Okay, I think it's time to move on. All right. All right. Yep. I'll uh, share the info with everybody. It's like, oh, oh my. Well, now we know who's going to die. I'm going to hold her personally accountable. This is monstrous. You proceed the ultimate chamber. This gigantic room features an enormous array of holovid screens. There's a door leading east a door to the west that you just came in through. Two other doors toward the bottom of the room go somewhere else that you don't know yet. And uh, there are a couple of long windows that kind of have camera projections up on them through which people in this room can monitor the prisoners on COM 93. So you can see Adani is putting every single prisoner (laughs) through a series of stretches to limber up for the volleyball game that she is very sure that her friends will be returning to play with her momentarily. (laughs) Good, she has them all together. That's great. Distracting you briefly from Adani's various stretch routines is a Vesk woman standing at the center of the room. Hmm. 
clad in a black cloak, wearing a metal face mask. And she is also watching the enormous screens displaying (laughs) Adani's stretch routines. Other screens in the room are showing construction sites throughout Tranquility, particularly ones that show huge tanks slowly being installed beneath the various islands. I have gone to a great deal of trouble to find out what you know, says the Vesk woman, turning from the screens, about me, about hellfire toxin, and about the adamant scale. I have interrogated everyone I can get my hands on, and now here you are. I don't need anyone else. Now I have you. So I have an offer. Stay here voluntarily, surrender to me, and I will release all my prisoners. Oh, you have us all right, you bitch. Uh, and Fire! Uh, oh. Whipping that arm out. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I'm going to go back to what I was was going to do the moment I saw a bad guy, which is cast a spell. Uh, yep. And uh, Okay, so you, you do want, you want me to retcon that entire speech? Uh, no, I, I can, I'll be, uh, Freddy's willing to wait. Wouldn't he be like, sta- he's like standing there casting it as she's talking. The scene I'm imagining is Ballad like charged into the room because she is security officer. So she's trying to maintain that facade, even though uh, Friday is like striding super fast through every room. She's kind of like sprinting at him and be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. So she goes sprinting in, charging up, you know, little flames licking around her body because she's charging up photon mode and comes screeching to a halt in the middle of this chamber. All right. Ballad, as you go charging up to her, she makes a quick signal with one of her hands. Oh. And two more armored Vesk drop from the ceiling. Oh, my. One of them directly on top of you. <laughs> yeah, Ballad's doing that anime run where, like, she, her whip is dragging on the floor and there's, like, fire licking around her. And from the her weapon as well, because her weapon was sheathed in its fire sheath. And she she comes within 10 feet of the, the one that drops in front of her and just, like, screeches to a halt in a stance, ready to whip okay. that motherfucker. Roll for initiative, everybody. Yeah. Hmm. I do think I do think Saren, for a moment, considers offering yourself up as a captive to let everyone else free, but realizes that would be worthless at the end of the day. And yeah. Of course, attacks. As she finishes her speech, Friday's, uh, you know, we've done a lot recently. And every corner, there is some evil asshole like you who just gets in the way. And I am so fucking tired. And as he says tired, the ground starts to rumble in a 30-foot cone basically around these creatures, keeping clear of Ballad. And the ground shakes and crystal shards just spring up from the ground, pulled from a different dimension, and start just shooting in every different direction. And I need those three to roll me reflex saves. Damn, that's cool. That's a cool scene. Also, I love the idea of just being like, I'm just fucking tired of being fucking blindsided by evil bastards. Okay, the two adamant agents... That's going to be a 20 and a 18. Renavaya. <laughs> she did not do soups good. That's going to be 
a 16. Okay, anyone who rolled under 17 failed. So I think that's just, it's just Renovaya. That's just Renovaya. I think she was too busy having her villainous monologue. <laughs> and she was expecting you to at least consider the offer before trying to kill her. That she actually <laughs> was a little taken aback. <laughs> <laughs> so that is 16 points of damage for Renovaya. And that is half damage. So eight points of damage to the other two. And if any of them try to move in this now difficult terrain, every five foot step they take, they take 1d4 piercing damage. Fred is, Fred is, we, is small pissed. Big, or big pissed. He's big pissed. Yeah. Small he's pissed. like, my, he's mildly annoyed. <laughs> just a little frustrated. Yeah, he's a little frustrated. Just a little frustrated. Just a small amount. Okay. Well... That was a fantastic opening round, Dustin. That was irritating stuff. (laughs) Cool speech, though. Super badass. Fucking loved it. Good turn. So the ground around these three people explodes, and you actually see, like, Renovaya take some pretty significant hits to the face. She now has significant cuts, which seems like a good... This is a good time before, before they take their turn to talk about initiative. What did everyone get for initiative? I rolled a 19 for a 20. 20. All right. I rolled a 12. So adding my plus four gives me 16. Valid? Oh, you know, 12. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Great. Fantastic. What about Friday? Friday rolled a 13. A 13. I know, right? Now that Friday has gotten off an opening salvo, Renavaya is going first. Oh, yeah. Come here, bitch. Renavaya is going to slowly start picking her way through this awful terrain that Friday has laid out for her. She's only able to get about halfway through this circle of terrible. So that's eight points of additional damage for Renavaya. Alrighty. There are crystals flinging themselves off her, leaving more cuts on her face. She does not appear to notice them. She is taking still very slow, very measured mm-hmm. steps in your direction. I guess mm-hmm. we're not going to talk such a shame. I don't talk to evil bitches such as yourself. Ooh. Well, she decided who she's going to shoot at. (laughs) It's Friday. (laughs) Shocker. She shoots the hat off of you. She knows your weaknesses. She shoots. (laughs) All in the hat. The hat of power. The hat with the power. All right, that's going to be a 22. That will be a hit. So she doesn't shoot your hat off. And 11 points of piercing damage, Dustin. She has something called a swagger hand cannon. I just want to know what that looks like. That sounds badass. A swagger cannon? Probably a revolver. Because I think hand cannons typically look like Mm -hmm. revolvers. Yeah. So you see that she's armed with this giant fucking laser sword. But uh, since she can't get to you immediately, that is what she attacks you with. She raises essentially a pistol. And fires it at you and is going to pause there and we move on 
to Saren. Saren Caceres. What do you want to do? The time for talking was before you kidnapped all our friends and wiped their memories. Using your exocortex, Saren is going to activate the energy shield around yourself. And I haven't described it because Jambike is always there. Jambike does fly, so is going to just move action, activate Jambike, so that it is now hovering right next to Saren. (laughs) Because I I don't want to walk on the crystals, but I do want to get into melee. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) So this yellow energy shield expands out from your head to cover your entire body as... Jam bike unfolds from spherical mode to bike mode. Bike mode. Awesome. I love it. Okay, up next is one of these adamant talon vesk. Who is going to I think she can make it to ballad. She can't quite make it out of Friday's circle of badness and ouchie. I assume she takes eight damage. She takes six damage. Six damage. So she struggles up through that just sort of like whirling, chaotic crystal thing. She's getting cut up. You can see that there are like little tears in her armor. And she's going to reach out with a claw and claw at Valid. Ouchie. And it's a 20. Yeah. You got yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even with my level six armor. Yeah. It's going to be nine points of slashing damage. (gasps) All right. Still in stamina, but owie. Ow. Okay. Ryaz, it is your turn now. Ryaz already has the strategy in mind. Rushes past the captain. (laughs) As uh, knowing Ballad's attack pattern really well. So as I'm picturing the whip is just like rotating around, reaches one of their many hands as it's passing, and as a technomancer kind of sees beyond the 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 physical realm into like the the energy in which the the weapon draws upon and amplifies it and just charges as much magical might into it, giving it a supercharge. Supercharge. Which means if it hits the next time, it's going to do an additional four to six points of damage. Gotcha. Is that the end of your turn? That's it. They're not even going to bother exchanging any dialogue with anybody else. They're not worth the breath. Ryaz is going to kind of just keep in the zone. Love and it. that's that's all they're going to do. But they are, they are giving them the stink eye. All right. It is Ballad's turn. Ballad is going to go ahead and mm, do I full round attack or do... No, I think sensing sensing Relora's magic, she is going to instead do a regular, not a full round attack, because she feels like doing one strong attack usually nets her better results. So a twenty two to hit. Okay, that'll hit. <laughs> that might get me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's fourteen just from the regular stuff. Mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. she's also getting what was it 5d6 4d6 uh 4d6 oh, oh 28 points of damage baby oh my god and it's the same type of damage that your weapon does so if it's fire it's 
more fire damage. If it's slashing, <laughs> slashing type. So it's, oh man, I'm picturing like an explosion when it hits. Yeah, I feel like Ballad is like channeling all this flame through her body and then is just you like and from the sheath that normally holds like she has like it's weird because she sheathes her solar weapon. Um, and so it's a very strange sheath. It's almost like this very tiny belt loop that she rips it through like like a Beyblade. <laughs> what a rip. She Beyblades her whip out. <laughs> And then Jesus. is there just like flame wreathing her body and wreathing the the whip and then just slamming into them. And some of the additional damage is also from her corrosive solar crystal. And all of that is just whoosh, explosion of fire all over that motherfucker. And uh, as she as she does, she does this like whipping motion upwards and then does a backhand spring on one hand oh essentially i'm doing i'm doing actually a guarded step but i know that sounds like a, an acrobatic thing but flavor yeah. no no it's flavor i'll i'll, I'll nice. take it i'll allow it flavor. that is that is so fucking cool <laughs> the the fire hits this person's armor first it absolutely and plus the corrosion of it you can see her armor is being eaten away in time for the fire to get in there and she has horrific burns up and down her side that you know even friday you're relatively close to the back of the room and even you can see that just this the absolute mess ballot has made of the side of this person's body Ooh, they are injured friday goes get it you ain't gonna live to regret it babes <laughs> The other adamant Talon seeing her sister in arms take such a beating is going to kind of reevaluate what she was gonna do. She yanks her, she, ta- she takes her six points of damage, yanks her vapor cavitation pistol out of her holster and fires it at Valid. <laughs> nice. Perfect. Exactly what I wanted. That want. was an excellent distraction from what her original was. <laughs> 21. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I figure. <laughs> I can eat the damage. Okay. Uh, six points of energy and fire damage. We move back to the top of the round. Saren, I think the most recent thing while all this chaos was going was going around. What did what did you what did you say to Renavaya? You said something along the lines of um the time for talking was before you kidnapped all our friends. She has still remained eerily calm while all of this is going on, and she is now sort of fixated upon you. She levels her gaze at you as Ballad's doing backflips and charring her friends as gunfire is being exchanged. She locks eyes with you and says, most of these people, be serious. They mean nothing to you. But how many innocent people need to get caught in your wake, targeted as the consequence of your actions, for you to feel guilt, shame, or compassion for them? A dozen? A hundred? Because I have plenty of room here, and I can keep going until we find out where you've decided to draw whatever line will let you sleep at night. And then she's going to fire her gun at you. <laughs> what? Shut your mouth. Dang. 
Let's see, she shot that hand cannon at you, which is going to be a D12, oh, damage. But I rolled terrible. Um, So with her bonus, that's going to be six points of piercing damage. The the bullet just shoots straight through Saren's shoulder and sort of sends her reeling backwards as... She's trying to understand or take in exactly what Renavaya is saying. How many people I leave in my wake? I don't... Look, we didn't even know who you were until you started getting in our way. Ballad, remember Vesk 2 and Creech? Fuck yeah, I do. All right. Saren hops on to Jambot, and if I, if I can, I'm going to ready an action to, like, charge charge through when Ballad jumps on Jambike as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. <laughs> Do the callback. Do it. I love this callback. Still, I think one of my favorite moments of, of Starfinder combat we've had so far was like Friday creating like a dust cloud and the two of you just going Vroom! through it was badass. And it was so sexy that you allowed us to do that, too. That was hot. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That ends your turn? That is the end of my turn. The adamant talon with the burns that Valid has caused gives an agonized scream. She is shrieking, but does manage to move outside of Friday's circle of crystal death. Oh, and guess who moved out of difficult terrain and is going to take another AOO before her natural one. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Me. And also took one point of damage. Okay. Oh, I rolled so shit. I don't hit again. Okay. <laughs> oh, whatever. Ballad is just like, oh, you're really moving again? Okay. And is like swinging her arm very casual because she's also getting ready to like she's in the middle of jumping onto Saren's bike so she her attack is very half-hearted gotcha yep that makes sense and I think that like the the black like the the adamant talon that is trying to get you like she's trying to eliminate as many people as possible before they can actually get to like her commander so she this is also like you get the sense that Anyone connected to the Adam and Scale, they are all true believers. Um, and they will do whatever it takes to hmm. get it done. Ugh. So she is going to reach out to you with her claw again, raising it up, trying to hit you with it. Because you're a Solarian, you can also, you feel the entropic energy in that yeah. strike. 16. Uh, no, actually. Thank God. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. I have nice. juicy, juicy armor that you gave me. So <laughs> Yeah, I did do that. You're welcome. That was also pretty sexy of me to do. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fucking sexy of you because now my Thank KAC you. is 19. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, yeah. Swing and a miss. Um, I think you trying to strike at her as she was moving into your space, she had to duck to get out of the way. Yeah. And completely missed her own strike. Yeah, she Ballad's like swinging up onto the bike and meanwhile swinging her chain whip over Saren's head down at her and she misses but at the same time she's attempting to strike up it. 
ballad swinging onto the bike. Mm-hmm. There's like this whole sweet, like slow mo choreographed moment. It's sick as yeah. fuck. It's sick <laughs> as fuck. But both of both of us miss. <laughs> <laughs> it's Riaz's turn. Ballad, do you want more fire? Oh, you know I love that fire, baby. And with reaches out again, uh, this time tentatively, now that the whip is actually a whole lot closer, touches it again, <laughs> just, you know, pours that magic into it, and the, just the flames just turn from whatever... What color is, like, a normal flame on your weapon are you picturing, Valid? Oh, it's like it's like solar flame, so it's, it's, like, super bright. It's not even just orange. It's pure white hot. Oh. M- maybe the corona oh, gets like- brighter... And it has kind yeah. of like the little flares that just just emanate off of it as Riaz finishes casting their spell to give it another supercharge. Yeah, and I specifically, I imagine, because like she had swung down towards the agent and then is like whipping it backwards. And as it's like going over your head behind her and you can just see this horrible white hot solar flame above your head. I'm just gonna back off a little bit. That's so awesome. Ooh. I can't. I can't stand it. Go get him. <laughs> I love being a Solarian. <laughs> okay, Friday. 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 <laughs> I need Renavia's weapon to roll a will save. Is it a fear effect by any chance? Nope. Didn't think so. Just in case. Ten. Okay. My turn's done. I hate that. I don't like that at all. I love it. You take that back right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it when you're mysterious. It always means bad things. <laughs> all right. Ballad. Hit her with your best shot. Oh, yeah. We are doing our prepared action. Ballad is hopping on, like, as I said, mid-strike on the adamant scale agent. She's hopping onto Saren's jam bike. And they are going to ride into that fucking crystal battlefield like Valkyries. (laughs) Through the fire and flames. Yes. Awesome. You, you are so badass. Yes. (laughs) Making jam bike was the best idea I ever had. (laughs) I'm glad you did this. When Ballad jumps on Jambike, Saren just guns it. And kind of tell me where you want to be. Just ping wherever you want to be, and I will move. We should, like, so middle of the circle for the audience, I think we're riding through all these crystals, and they're just flying off in shards at our sides. And uh, as we're flying by, Ballad is extend, you know, using her extendo arm to just send a fiery whip out towards Renavaya for a 21 to hit. Ooh. Ooh. That is badass as hell, and it does hit. Yeah! That is so fucking sick. That is so cool. (laughs) You had given me the additional, right, Angel? Yep, 4 day 6. Do it! Do it! (laughs) It's gonna be another another 28. Beautiful. Fiery. I mean, y'all, if you're not playing Dragon Force through the Fire and Flames, 
while you listen to this, you need to play <laughs> Dragon Force you do Fire and Flames. <laughs> and Ballad literally over top of, like, she's, like, standing up as well and just whipping her chain whip all the way around straight into Renavaya and uh, yeah it's it's sick Damn. as fuck. I am now on round three of Supernova so Ballad screams get out and like jumps the uh, off of uh, Jambike onto the crystal ground and there's like this whirl of flame all around her and crystals flying up around her body as she's charging oh, up shit. her Supernova because she is going to explode oh in the next I'm round. I'm so excited. This is so hype. I'm so hyped for this. I don't want, I don't want Ren and Maya to get taken out like a bitch, but at the same time, like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Oh boy. The four of you have been so fucking metal since you got into this room. Like I am like this is I'm having the best time. It is this is so crazy. <laughs> Alright. Just that one strike you did as you and Saren came crashing into this like crystal hellscape. That was already an impressive blow. You cleaved her armor down the My front, favorite. leaving this like burning corrosive trail down her entire front. She's also like, her skin is bubbling. And you have finally broken through that eerily calm culty composure. (laughs) She looks hurt and she looks angry for the first time since you came into this room. (laughs) You don't know what you're facing. She looks a little scared, actually. That's a uh, she's, that's she's, she's on she's on the back foot. That was that was fucking yeah. that was fucking wild. <laughs> and Ballad is literally yeah. pulsing with like horrible sonic yeah. light. Like she looks terrifying, and like it doesn't even phase her. I, I've never really described this before, but I think when Ballad fights, because of how much fire is involved, she, her skin is like shearing away from her metal body and then reforming Whoa. immediately after. So she Whoa. looks like disgusting, horrifying, That's scary. Awesome. And it's so this awesome. thing of like... <laughs> I think it's a little bit demoralizing if you're really not ready for it and like you're not someone who's super battle-hardened. Or even if you are, it's like, uh, what's happening? <laughs> what? That's intimidating and gross. <laughs> Renavaya. You know, you did a lot of research on us, but it's a pleasure for you to finally meet us, right? (laughs) You're enjoying this, right? (laughs) You know, all your research told you this wouldn't happen, right? You're getting your ass kicked. You're going to die. Congratulations. (laughs) Damn! We're not trapped Uh, here with you. (laughs) You are trapped here with us. Oh my god! You four are so fucking scary! You know, I, I should say, I, I, I realized um, her bullet didn't even break through my energy shield. It hit my energy shield and fell flat on the ground. Nobody is taking much damage. <sighs> so awesome. The only damage I've taken so far is from that stupid trap. <laughs> you took a lot of damage from that trap. 
We were just so bloodthirsty, that's why. Get out of our way, door. What are you going to do there, Abs? All right, hang on. I'm making a plan. Let's see. It's the black talon that's sort of toward the back. She was going to leave the dangerous area, but considering a very scary pair came in on a bicycle, <laughs> whipping stuff around, she did indeed move through a threatened square. And so perhaps I will hit with an A word. <gasps> Hey! Crit, hey! Crit, crit, that'll crit, hit. Crit. That'll that'll certainly hit. Twenty-eight plus one point of corrode damage. And you said this was a critical hit, right? This is a, this is a critical hit. Yeah. So what kind of uh, damage is it? Energy? Kinetic? This Spell? one. It's not technic. It's kinetic because I'm not using my fire sheath this round because that's a move action. Torn ligament. Holy shit. The target takes a negative five penalty to strength te- checks and strength-based skill checks in Teal Field. Ha! Oof. Damn. Yeah, Ballad is just in the middle of, like, pulling up all this solar energy all around her. And as she's doing it, her arms are above her head. And she comes whipping down towards this creature who comes into her range with just, like, this gleeful, horrible grin on her face. As if she is so happy to have something to strike because filling herself with the photon energy feels like she needs to release it once she starts to feel it. And she is starting, I mean, she's on round three. She is feeling like I need to unleash this energy. And she just rips through her body, grinning horribly. Oh, and you actually take, I'm so sorry, this is not calculated properly on roll 20. You actually take 30 points of damage because of my photon mode. Gotcha. Okay. Ballad is also this whole time just screaming. Her voice is almost so horribly high-pitched and awful that it's it's painful to listen to because of how much photon energy she is full of at this point. <laughs> you strike this woman with so much force that her flesh, her armor gets eaten away to the point that there really isn't a lot of her even left. And the bones and skin and meat and leftover armor fall in a heap to the floor. So awesome. Yeah, that's one down. We're back on Renovaya's turn. And by the way, the difficult terrain has finally disappeared. So Okay. Ballad screams, stay back. And she is just absolutely pulsating with horrible energy. Renavaya hears Friday's taunting from the corner. And after watching Ballad literally smite her sister in arms like an avenging angel, is beginning to do some recalculating. She backs up completely out of the room. She does... Mechanically, this is a full withdrawal. So no attack of opportunity, huh? Yeah. Damn it. And disappears through the door to the south. You hear her talking into a comm, calling in reinforcements. You hear fighting through the door that you did not come through into the room, and you can assume that Nemolith and Jinx ran into trouble as well. And unfortunately, we are going to have to find out what happens next <gasps> next season. Oh, oh season cliffhanger. Oh. I was I was hoping we'd be able to get through more of this than we did. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're going long. We're doing it. We're going long. Okay. 
<laughs> Let's go long. You want to go long? I want to go long. I want to go long. Let's do it. If we can, let's go long. Okay. Yeah. Extended cut. Extended cut. I mean, it's the season finale. You know, we gotta, we gotta do, we gotta go long. Far Beyond the Stars is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder Adventure Path Fly Free or Die is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2020. All Paizo content is used with permission. Home Shaw Wonder is the one who sounds like this. He, <laughs> he's, he's a popular jock. He runs and he runs. <laughs> he wears a red, red, star, red shirt with a white star. I was waiting to say Hershey's. Hershey's? <laughs> Chocolate? The, the, never mind. Pennsylvania? Oh. I, I get The it. competitor <laughs> of Lindahl chocolates. Hershey's. Oh, uh, oh my uh, gosh. Yeah. I'll have to get you on the Lindahl, <laughs> the Lindahl kick. <laughs> I can't drop it for some reason. It won't leave my brain. It's just, it, 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 uh, it, just, it entertains my fragile little mind. Uh, hey, you know what? Whatever. It is the bright spot. Whatever makes what otherwise happy. is a very dark, dark scenario. Keep <laughs> those chocolate jokes coming. You know, whatever, whatever's going to bring you cheer. I think I've got about another 30 minutes of energy left in me and then I'm, then I'm out. <laughs> All right. <laughs>